0: You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastors Matt and Jessica Stahlbaum. Hey, welcome to Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. I'm Matt, and this is Jessica. What is going on?
1: What is up? Happy March. I can't believe Whoa. we are marching into March. Here we go. And look, we're all bundled up. Look at us. We look cozy, don't we? Well, me?
0: there's still the air conditioning. I
1: know. So. There's always air conditioning. There's
0: always air conditioning. <laughs>
1: Yes, so uh, let's see, what is new? Not much, our oldest, well this is big, our oldest son has his driver's license now. And I just don't know how to feel about that. How do you feel about it?
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, it's new. <laughs> I mean, it's just new and we're excited. It's ah. great, proud of my son, proud of all the hard work he's put in to drive well and proud that he passed his test. And
1: He's so cautious, you know, He's so a good, such a
0: good kid. Uh, But it's definitely different as a parent, you know, to... uh, How's our
1: insurance payment feel? uh, (laughs) 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 Well,
0: definitely feels like it's now uh, uh, be more responsible, get a job, all that fun stuff. So uh, it's part of life and definitely going through all the emotions as a parent.
1: I want to give some advice to young parents, new parents. You just had a kid. Start saving now for braces. No one told us that. (laughs) No one told us like there's a probability your kid might not have perfect teeth and you might need braces. And they are expensive. So start saving that. I'm not even joking. If you start putting $10 in the envelope once a month, we talked a lot about budgeting in our last show last Monday, um, talked about how we didn't have a budget and now we do and how it's been life-changing. But I really wish that that would have been a line item on the budget about 10 years ago.
0: Yeah. Or moved to England because then it doesn't matter what your teeth look like. <laughs>
1: That's so rude. Serious? No, it's not. <laughs> they don't care. You lived in England, so you're allowed to say that. And my grandmother's from England, okay. all right? We know about you're these like things, very okay? English. Yeah. Okay. Get off the hook.
0: I'm like half british okay (laughs) save for braces or move to england England. your choice
1: yes (laughs) wow okay so if you this is your first time joining us welcome this is morning breath this is a, a show where we just take one chapter of the Bible and we read it. Not
0: about stinky breath. Okay? Well, we
1: also talk about teeth and braces and other stuff. But the main part is <laughs> taking one chapter of the Bible, reading it together and talking about what God is breathe, breathing on it, morning breath. And we've been in the book of Proverbs and we are going to be in Proverbs 19 today. On the 1st of March. And before we get into that, though, I've been doing something new at the beginning of the show and just asking a question so that you can, you know, we can get to know each other a little more better, more better. More and then better. you get to know us a little more better. Um, today's question is, what is your favorite beverage drink? What's your favorite drink?
0: Oh, man.
1: Don't be healthy and say water.
0: Sparkling water? <laughs> Not kidding.
1: What kind, though?
0: What kind? You're a bit picky. I mean, it depends on the mood I'm in. It's like it's not sta- it doesn't it's not stagnant the kind of like it's it not It
1: is. Your very favorite is that one brand that's never on sale. Um, what's it called? Spindrift. Okay. Raspberry lime.
0: I'm Line. sorry, but it's changed. <gasps> It's that's probably cuz that's not seltzer water. That has juice added. Uh, it has grapefruit juice or lemon juice okay, added to I'm it. Not buying it anymore. So, I love it though. I still love it. It's <laughs> never on sale, but whatever. And the other one I like that's never on sale either is Public Public Greenwise. It's the sparkling best orange. Yes. Public Greenwise.
1: I actually agree orange. I hate sparkling water.
0: An orange like whatever. I don't know why that one's so stinking yeah. good, but it is. Yeah. What's your favorite beverage?
1: Um, cherry coke. <laughs> <laughs> I love Cherry Coke. I also really love this this drink. Uh, we have to call it Pop because it's from up north. It's from Ohio, and it's called Ski. Yeah. And it is, you know how Sprite is lemon-lime? It is orange. Is it lime? orange and lime?
0: Orange and lime, I think. Orange
1: and li- anyway, it's very citrusy, and it's like Mountain Dew, but better. And it has a ton of caffeine and a ton of sugar in it. And thankfully, it's only in Ohio, so I only get it when my uh, mom... And Jeff, go up north and bring it back for me. But ski, if you've come to my house and I've given you a ski, count yourself
0: lucky, lucky, blessed. blessed, Like, I love you.
1: Yeah. Highly favored. (laughs) Yeah. But I've, you know, I've been trying to not, the 21 days at the beginning of the year helped me stop drinking soda every day and I pop.
0: Man, I'll tell you what, when quarantine was on, like, my favorite drink was not sparkling water, it was ginger ale, orange, lime.
1: Ginger ale with lime and
0: lemon or ginger ale with orange orange, or ginger ale with lemon or
1: ginger ale with lemon.
0: And it was like a toss up between the lemon and orange. Depending on Canada
1: dry. I never knew. So good. Ginger ale. Canada dry ginger ale. I don't even drink it anymore. Yeah.
0: Like first of all, first of all, I blew up by like 12 pounds. No problem. (laughs) Like I almost gained 19? 19 pounds. Yeah. Thankfully in October, I just said enough's enough and I lost, uh. See, I lost 14 pounds, so yeah. and I've kept 12 of it off still good job. through the holidays.
1: That's really good. Yeah, yeah, no, no more soda
0: or Pop-Tarts. That was my.
1: Oh, we loved. Pop-Tarts. Let's just
0: talk here for a second, yeah. favorite snack, and then we'll get on with the show.
1: Yeah, brown sugar and cinnamon Pop-Tarts.
0: That during COVID, that like the quarantine rather, because COVID's still around, we yeah. know. But uh, it was it was Pop-Tarts all day.
1: I yeah, it was brown like sugar. always have them. We
0: had to buy like the fifty <laughs> <Mega packs>. pack.
1: <laughs> I would hide them too from my kids in our pantry. I remember. You know, the, remember that old commercial? It was like the Milano cookie. Um, I don't know if you remember. It's Pepperidge Farm Milano cookies. And like the mom would get up on a chair and take the Milano cookies and like put them in the light fixture uh-huh. to hide them from her kids. I I remember being a kid being like, wow, what a selfish mom. And now I'm a mom and I'm like, I get it. They eat everything.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> current favorite snack right now mm. is uh, uh, tortilla chips. Yeah, hundred percent. Santitas. that
1: has been my win. favorite
0: my whole life. I love. That's lunch, our son, our middle son, chips.
1: loves tortilla chips. Oh man. Oh, my gosh, she just eats them nonstop. That's yeah, I don't know cool. what my favorite snack is right now. I'm just not in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think about it. Okay, I don't want to commit. Proverbs chapter nineteen. Here I go. <clears throat> Better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than a rich man who is twisted in his speech and is a short-sighted fool. Also, it's not good for a person to be without knowledge. And he who hurries with his feet, acting impulsively and proceeding without caution or analyzing the consequences, sins, misses the mark. The foolishness of man undermines his way, ruining whatever he undertakes. Then his heart is resentful and rages against the Lord. For being a fool, he blames the Lord instead of himself. Wealth makes many friends, but a poor man is separated from his friend. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who breathes out lies will not escape.
0: Many. I have a question. Uh Uh-huh. We went from 13 to 19. Oh. Which is six chapters. I'm
1: doing it all wrong. Sorry. Chapter 19 (laughs) is amazing. You just got a preview.
0: (laughs) Wait for the rest of it in two days. Welcome to Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. Back to chapter 17. Proverbs 17 like 19 never happens. Ever.
1: No, it's gonna happen in two days from now. So come back for that. Proverbs 17. Better someone probably needed to hear some some of that, some part of Proverbs 19. Okay. Better is a dry morsel of food served with quietness and peace than a house full of feasting served with strife and contention. Thank you for adding. A wise servant will rule over the unworthy son who acts shamefully and brings disgrace to the family, and the worthy servant will share in the inheritance among the brothers. The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests hearts. An evildoer listens closely to wicked lips, and a liar pays attention to a destructive and malicious tongue. Whoever mocks the poor taunts his maker, and he who rejoices at another's disaster will not go unpunished. Oh my gosh, that is so good. Verse 5. Grandchildren are the crown of aged men, and the glory of children is their fathers who live godly lives. Excellent speech does not benefit a fool who is spiritually blind, much less do lying lips benefit a prince. A bribe is like a bright, precious stone in the eyes of its owner. Wherever he turns, he prospers. He who covers and forgives an offense seeks love, but he who repeats or gossips about a matter separates intimate friends. A reprimand goes deeper into one who has an understanding and teachable spirit than a hundred lashes into a fool. A rebellious man seeks only evil. Therefore, a cruel messenger will be sent against him. Let a man meet a ferocious bear robbed of her cubs rather than the angry, narcissistic fool in his folly. Whoever returns evil for good, evil will not depart from his house. The beginning of strife is like letting out water as from a small break in a dam. First it trickles and then it gushes. Therefore, abandon the quarrel before it breaks out and tempers explode. He who justifies the wicked and he who condemns the righteous are both repulsive to the Lord. Why is there money in the hand of a fool to buy wisdom when he has no common sense or even a heart for it? A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity." A man lacking common sense gives a pledge and becomes guarantor guarantor for the debt of another in the presence of his neighbor. He who loves transgression loves strife and is quarrelsome. He who proudly raises his gate seeks destruction because of his arrogant pride. He who has a crooked mind finds no good and he who is perverted in his language falls into evil. He who becomes the parent of a fool who is spiritually blind does so to his sorrow and the father of a fool who is spiritually blind has no joy. A happy heart is good medicine and a joyful mind causes healing, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. A wicked man receives a bribe from the hidden pocket to pervert the ways of justice. Skillful and godly wisdom is in the presence of a person of understanding and he recognizes it, but the eyes of a thick-headed fool are on the ends of the earth. A foolish son is a grief and anguish to his father and bitterness to her who gave birth to him. It is also not good to find the righteous, nor to strike the noble for their uprightness. He who has knowledge restrains and is careful with his words and a man of understanding and wisdom has a cool spirit, self-control, and even temper. Even a callous, arrogant fool, when he keeps silent, is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is regarded as sensible, prudent, discreet, and a man of understanding. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. All right, so I'm gonna jump on verse three. My goodness, this one just like, whew, it got me. The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when you look at that, it's basically saying how you purify down uh, these metals. You put the metal in a heating device, it uh, heats up and the impurities will oftentimes float to the top, right? It'll come up to the top. Mm And imagine sometimes they go to the bottom, maybe like lead or something like that. If there was lead in the metal, it would sink to the bottom or maybe iron. I'm not really sure. But what ends up happening is it separates from the silver and the gold. And what they would do is they would take from the top uh, the the impure things, and they would remove it to refine the gold down. And then it goes on to say, but the Lord tests the heart. And uh, what if God is ever testing you, and the Bible says that he doesn't ever tempt you, okay, God, temptation doesn't come from the Lord. Temptation only comes from your desires, okay? You cannot be tempted by something you don't desire, mm-hmm. but God can test us. And I felt in 2020, the pressure of this test, like I've never faced in my life. You know, realistically, in, in the year 2020, I began to take leadership on at East Coast Christian Center at the co-lead level. And uh, in all reality, uh, Pastor Dan, my dad, was giving me the bulk of the decisions. Mm-hmm. And it was pandemic, boom, you and know. And was
1: planned before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then the she, pandemic hit and we're mm-hmm. like, seriously?
0: Yeah, seriously, Lord? What in the world? But here's what I felt God doing at every step of the way, a refining Mm -hmm. of me, a continual testing. Not so I would fail, but so that God would remove the impurities from my life. And here, this is the nature of the Lord. God is only going to test you to pull out the bad things, to get them out of your life. He's not going to test you to fail. You don't purify silver, to fail mm-hmm. at making it more pure. Yeah. You heat silver up to separate the good and the bad and to remove the bad. You don't purify gold to dump more garbage in it and say, ha, look at all the garbage in there. No, mm-hmm. you make it more valuable. God, when he when he when you're going through a life's test, God's gonna be involved in that test with you to refine you, to purify you, to make your leadership better, so that that you can be a better mother, a better father, a better business owner, a better employee, a better brother or sister, mm-hmm. that you can become a better citizen through that refining test, a, a, a better member of the church because you're continually being refined. And, and I don't mean better as a more valuable. I just mean better at what you do, mm-hmm. more refined as God would call us to live in this world, more refined in our decisions to be more full of wisdom. And I just thought, man, what a cool what a cool image of being tested by God, but all for the purpose of Becoming more successful and better at what you do in the world.
1: So, our Flourish Women's Conference in 2019, the theme, it was in October, was refined. Mm. And I remember feeling like that was supposed to be what it was called. And I got pushback because people were like, A, that's not a pretty word. That's not an easy word. That's very hard. And yeah, I didn't want to call it refined. But guess what? It was one of the most refining years for me. And then leading into 2020. Like we, we actually need, I feel we needed that message of refinement leading into 2020. So we would not be so surprised. And so we could see the purpose. Like you said, silver is not refined for no purpose. It's refined for a purpose Mm -hmm. to be better, to be worth more, to be more valuable on the other side. And that's why God refines us. That's why he allows the fire to heat up sometimes in our life because it, it burns off the dross. It burns off the stuff that isn't helping us, the stuff that's holding us back, the stuff that's distracting us from him and from our actual purpose, which is to reveal Jesus on the earth. And so refining, I fought it at first because I'm like, this is hard and this is painful and I hate it. But what, what a what a kind God that we serve who would allow us to go through that for the purpose, not, we know that it's for a purpose. When we know and we can look at it through the, through his eyes, we're like, okay, we trust you, God. I trust you. I trust that you're not going to leave me or forsake me in this hard time. I trust that you have a greater purpose for me on the other side of this. And I'm going to come out smelling like a rose, you know,
0: (laughs) Mm, because
1: that's what he does. That's all he does.
0: Well, you know what they say about life and it is true. It's not so much what you go through in life that makes who you are. It's how you respond Mm -hmm. to those things in life that makes who you are. It's the difference maker in who you will be as a person. Yeah, You know, someone can go through a horrible, horrible situation. I mean, abuse. I mean, just terrible, terrible life, terrible environment. You know, I think about someone I know that would sleep on the floor of family members' homes and they said roaches would crawl on them while they slept because they were in poor, very poor part of our community. And, and that person now is successful father, a successful husband. They are a they're skilled at a particular industry. They have been promoted in their work uh, to to great success. And their response, uh, this this person would, at one point in their life, they were in jail. Um, at Christmas, and they said, mm, is this the life I'm going to live? Mm-hmm. Got out of jail. Whole life changed. Just said, I'm not going to allow my circumstances to dictate what kind of man I'm going mm-hmm. to be. They're, I mean, incredible worship leader. They are just, they're a good friend. I mean, what that person's done with the life that was handed to them, we could all take a lesson from. Yeah. We could all learn from. In the opposite. Is, is the person who's been handed life on a silver spoon, mm-hmm. on a platter, with everything handed to them. It's still what they do with that. It's still what they do with those opportunities because there's many people with, with all the opportunities and all of the talents and all of the things that people would be dying to have. But yet has no work ethic. Yet doesn't yeah. know how to take advantage of any opportunities that they have. Doesn't know how to work hard and and push and dream and go and and learn and and has pride instead of humility and and basically says, "I I've been given all these things, but man, I, I want to be the best at them. I, I don't know how to do that, so let me learn, let me grow, let me get wisdom." And almost an insecurity that drives them. Uh, in fact, you'll you'll find that the best the best athletes in the world have a sense of. I'm never the best. Like mm-hmm. I, No matter where they're at or what they're doing, it's like, I can be better. I, I, I have to, I can, I, I'm not the best that I can be at this. Uh, from Pele to Wayne Gretzky to Michael Jordan, Messi. there's Messi, there was always, Messi as a soccer player for those yeah. that don't oh, know. Yeah, Lionel Messi, um, I mean, they just had a drive. Like, I, I'm not the best. Even though they were the best, the best on the team, and in some cases the best in the world, they said, I'm not the best. I got to work harder. Yeah. I got to show up early. I got to put in the work. Look at a Tom Brady, you know? I mean, the guy is incredible, yet he still practices his throwing mechanics. Like, he, there were stories of him calling his old, uh, I think even his old high school coach and his old college coach, hey, how's my mechanics looking? Yeah. After he's been, you know, I think 10 or 11 Super Bowls now? Crazy. Yeah. Like,
1: I think we are both very competitive people and we have some competitive kids as a result, I think. <laughs> but um, what I had to learn was that like we like winning, but what you learn when you lose and when you go through adversity and hardship, and even when, let's take it down to school, when it's something as a concept is hard to learn, there's actually things happening in your brain that need to happen in order for you to progress. Like your brain synapses and all those things are actually growing. They're creating new pathways. And so we try to tell our kids and tell ourselves when something comes hard to you, it actually means that your brain is growing. It's actually a good thing. It's actually good for you to experience some loss and lose the game because then it builds character and there's all these things that come out of it. So...
0: Well, I think what you said is really important. When you're learning, your brain is working and actually it's growing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's forming new pathways for knowledge and future growth. And a lot of times we get discouraged when we're struggling to learn, but it's in that struggle that you're actually developing. Your brain is developing. I recently heard of an experiment, and I believe it was in the 90s, maybe the 80s, where they did a biodome. Uh, And they basically put um, several uh, people, scientists in this biodome and they had to plant their own food and grow their own food and all of this. And it was a perfect environment. And what they were wanting to do is is set up basically what it would look like to build something in space where you could survive. And here's the thing that didn't survive in the environment uh, was trees. Trees didn't survive because (laughs) of lack of wind. Actually, the wind pushing against the trees every day builds a strong, I think they call it strong wood, a strong wood. And when the wind isn't blowing against a tree, it will not develop that strong wood. And when it doesn't have that strong wood, the trees would grow up to the same heights and fall over and crack because they never had that pressure or that stress. It's an incredible picture. it's really awesome. Isn't that
1: what her last name means? Solbom.
0: Strong tree. Yeah. Yeah. Strong tree, not... Not by accident, but because dealing with the pressures of life and fighting through them, right? That's good. That's really good. I'm telling my children that today, okay? (laughs) Do it. You're strong because you're willing to fight through the things and the stuff, kids. Come on, let's go. A little
1: wind, bring it. No, it's okay. Not tempting anything. (laughs)
0: No. Just kidding. Got plenty of wind without bringing it.
1: Verse 14. So good. The beginning of strife is like letting out water as from a small break in a dam. First it trickles and then it gushes. Therefore, abandon the quarrel before it breaks out and tempers explode. I think that's just a good life verse for all of us to be like, let's stop the strife at the point of its beginning. Like, let's not let it linger. Let's not let it go. You have been wonderful with that in our marriage to not let us go to sleep without dealing with things and handling things. And you flicked on the light at 3 a.m. before and been like, we're talking about this right now. And I'm like, I want to go to bed. So I appreciate that about you. It's just like, let's not let strife keep going till it's gushing, till it's like the dam has broken. And now it's like even a bigger thing because then you get down the road and you've said things you'll regret. You've said things you didn't mean. Then those things can't be taken back out of your mouth. Like once they're out, they're out. And, uh, yeah, I think that's a really good life principle
0: It's good for sure. Also, um, I liked verse five. I just want to read that. Yeah. What, what verse did you
1: just read? I've read 14, 14. Awesome.
0: He who mocks the poor reproaches his maker. He who is glad at calamity will not go unpunished. I think this one's just really coming to life. Uh, it just seems like everywhere I turn, I, I'm considering, you know, what is said by me and others about the people around us that, um, are maybe not, uh, perfect or not, you know, doing things just the way that everyone thinks they're supposed to be doing. And I was talking to some friends and, and just how I grew up and, uh, you know, a lot of people my age grew up in a culture where bullying really wasn't something talked about. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was like, we, we just, it was kind of just ingrained into us, like bully or be bullied, you know, like you just got to survive. And in my dad's day, it was like, punch your bully in the nose, you know, like get into a (laughs) fist fight. I remember in junior high when they started arresting people for fighting, Mm -hmm. like before that there would be these big fights after school. Like I went to Rockledge Christian, which was right across Kennedy. And many times we'd go outside after school and we'd see big circle of kids and there'd be a fight going on all the time, just all the time. Like it was once a week. Back like when I went to Rockledge High during a, a stretch as a 10th grader, there was a fight a day and they were really, really bad. There was mm-hmm. like war going on with people, little gang wars and stuff like that. Um, and it's just like we played games – uh, where, you know, you just would point out the negative things in other people. You'd sit at the mall and, and mock everybody that went by and and then you you see that develop into online uh, profiles where there's whole websites dedicated to, to mocking people mm. and laughing at people falling. And some of that's great. You know, it's funny fail videos where people are failing at like riding a bike, you laugh. They've actually most of the time submitted <laughs> the videos. But here's the thing, we're much more aware in our culture of mocking the poor. But you know who's always been aware of it? It's God. Yeah. When you mock the poor, when you mock somebody who's mentally challenged, when you mock somebody who's weaker than you, when Mm -hmm. you mock somebody different. You reproach the one who made them and who made you. That you don't wanna you don't wanna become the enemy of God's children. Mm -mm. You don't wanna be that guy, you know? And I get there's a place for joking and mocking with each other. In fact, there's a lot of love when you're when you're kind of uh making fun of each other. There there can be a lot of love in that. Like there can be a lot of just jovial joking and like. But it's a known thing. It's not something that you know, you're know you doing for someone who's poor. You do that for your friend who's strong. So there's a place for that, but there's definitely really no place in the world that we live in by mocking the someone who loses, mm-hmm. mocking somebody who's poor, mocking somebody who's lesser than you, making fun of somebody who seems weaker than you to build yourself up. Yeah, I've done that too many times in my life. And I just see myself here going, no, I'm done with that. I'm done with that behavior. It's not coming out of my mouth anymore because who am I except God's child, just like they are.
1: Yep. Same thing. That's so good. Well, thanks for joining us. We love you and we hope you have a great day and we'll see you next time.
0: You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. Please enjoy a word from our sponsors. You can plan your visit or get more information online at ECCC.us
1: Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321 454 4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Download the Mezzanine Church app or visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in.
0: Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com.